Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. That podcast. We have random Randy from the Red Thread Show, Red Thread Podcast, whatever. Uh, where did you get your your name on? Maybe we should Instagram, let him plug himself so we get everything. No, I will. But where'd you get oh, that name? The random fracks. Oh, I just thought of myself like a random fractal, and so I just went with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it, it worked for me. That was the first like. It took a while, dude, to, to, to <laughs> like whittle it down. Like, what am I going to something unique? No one else has that can just be like a main thing. So but it, it is a kind of a conundrum if you're trying to explain it to somebody without spelling it every time. So, yeah, I might have to rethink that a little bit. <laughs> but well, we didn't rethink our name. We just stuck with it. And, you know, and now yeah, we, own <laughs> we own the Googs. We own the Googs. So yeah, uh, we'll start out. Just give us your uh, little backstory, plugs, and all that, and we'll uh, get going. Right on. Um, well, yeah, I'm Randy, uh, Red Thread Podcast Extraordinaire, and you know it's uh, yeah, random. Fr- all right, I got to spell it out now, so you put it on blast, there, Joe. Uh, <laughs> it's random fracts. R a n d o m f r a c t s. So like I was saying, uh, kind of uh, like we're all just random fractals in this kind of crazy fractal experience and um so that's why i ran with that one anyway um yeah so far in this journey i've just been plugging in with all kind of my my muses or you know uh inspirations just getting perspective from everybody that i you know respects work and their point of view 
to kind of get a bearing as to where I should go with the thing. You know what I mean? There's so many different things to talk about and look into. Um, there's a lot of things I've already looked into and would love to talk about. So kind of to find a footing there, I'm just right now I'm speaking with mostly podcasters just to, to kind of gain perspective on, you know, what their particular forte is. Cause honestly, my thing is I just love the communication with people. So that's, that's what I'm in this for. And we all have slightly different perspective on what's going on. And that can be valuable, especially when like so many things change so quickly in the world today, you know, it goes from batshit to bat shittier, like instantly. <laughs> and it's just, it's really cool. And it, it's um, empowering to have a, a community of people around you, especially when like, dude, there's so many things to be depressed and like loathsome mm -hmm. about, you know, like so many people are into this like self self-loathing kind of um, cult of, uh, Stockholm syndrome, you know, and it's like to yeah. break out of that, you really have to push out of the envelope. Like you've got to put yourself out there or else you just kind of wallow around like everybody else, like a turtle on their back. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know? It's comforting though. This community is comforting to people who do push out of the envelope. Like you said, you know, they go out there and there's a whole community there to embrace them. So if you're listening yeah, to the cool, show dude. and you feel like you're just stuck in a city and everyone's getting vaccinated and it's so scary and everyone's going to die of Omicron. No, just break out and join up with everyone else. We're all here for you. Yeah, that absolutely, dude. And, you know, it was really like that's why, you know, I was talking to Adam and uh, and Chud last week from Deborah Gets Red Pilled and we were talking about a little bit about Tartaria and they're like, how did that make you feel at first? You know? And at first I honestly, I felt kind of afraid, scared because it was like, what don't I know? You know, yeah, that and I lot, didn't have right? a community. Yeah. I didn't have a community. didn't have anybody to talk to. All I had was like whatever podcast I'd be listening to in my ear or like family members telling me I'm crazy. Like that was it. There was, there was no in between, you know? And like, I've got a few friends that are, really intelligent people but their their intelligence lies differently like it'll be like in a mechanical sense or you know everybody's got their own kind of forte and me it was just kind of paying attention to things um kind of became like a double-edged sword you know at some point in life then it was like well i just want to run away from this all you know and and drink myself into a corner because like this is so <laughs> crazy and so depressing and you know once you start isolating and doing that you just continually will continue doing that for i don't know in my case probably like 10 years <laughs> you know so that's a lot of time for self-reflection <laughs> and that can be you know good and a bad thing not all of those years were great, but you know, the more recent last few have been pretty phenomenal. Um, and it's, it's all just, you got to want something. I don't know. A lot of people are, are comfortable not wanting anything, you know, they're just comfortable cruising along. They're just on a lifetime of vacation from their spirit self, you know, like they're just, they're just here or they're such a small piece of a soul that they're an NPC. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I, I think that some 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 people have been whittled down too thin and that's when you become an NPC. You know what I mean? Like when your spark is divided <laughs> too many yeah, to times. be a lot of those, too. Yeah, I like that definition of NPC because I was telling Joe that that's like the biggest insult right now to me when he he's like, oh, that person's just an NPC. I'm like, fuck you. You don't know what's going on in their life. That's mean. I mean, I don't say fuck you to him, but I just feel like it sounds disrespectful. But. 
that's me thinking that they were born that way or created that way. But to hear you say their soul's been whittled down so much, I don't know. I like that. Yeah, or they just haven't, you know, they haven't hit their stride in their journey yet. You know what I mean? Like that's fair. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, shoot, I like to think that I'm just starting to hit my stride, which is great. And so it's just, you know, I've got a lot of a uh, lot of hope and a lot of like wonder and awe that I didn't have probably a few years ago. Um, I think like the biggest factor was like, first of all, getting off of fucking drugs in the streets and all that fucking shit that's there to pin you down, breaking away from that. And then you kind of, if you do it right, in my opinion, you, you have a journey of having to find yourself and know who you are for like the first time ever, you know? So a lot of people get that kind of transition from boy to man, you know what I mean? And a lot of people that are stuck in, in the rigmarole of society will become depressed and addicted and not ever break out of that, like, you know, spiritual puberty or mental puberty. And so, I mean, I was fortunate enough to be one of the people that didn't, you know, <laughs> hit the bridge and never come back, you know, the bridge to psychosis or madness or mania or whatever, you know, you might alcoholism. be called psychotic by some. That's cool. Right now, you know. <laughs> yeah. Did you or, have anyone yeah. to help you? Did you just do it yourself on your own or did, it did anyone a lot suggest of years anything? And a lot of, yeah, it took a, it took me basically having to admit to myself what was, what I was uncomfortable with about myself, what were my reasons for isolating. So this took a lot of just reflection and, and that, crucial reflection came from just a place of initially just not wanting to do drugs or drink or destroy myself anymore so it's like if i could sit here and do nothing and not destroy myself <laughs> then that's like the shoe in for doing better right so that well, was like a few years back and you know it progressed to where kind of where i'm at now having a discussion about all different aspects of life so it's pretty cool not everybody's got you know, a structured way of doing it. Cause like 12 step crap. Yes. That's helpful to have the community, but it didn't really work for me. You know what I mean? Cause you're, you're admitting you're powerless and I'm not a hundred percent on that. That you could know? never work <laughs> that, for me. That, the AA thing could never work, but Ben, go ahead. That's exactly what I was going to say is first of all, congratulations on your journey in that, because that's huge. Um, I agree. I, the 12 step thing didn't work for me. Um, year and a half sober. And I, I didn't like the idea of saying that I had a fucking disease that I couldn't control and that I was going to be an alcoholic for the rest of my life. I'm like, no, if I'm not drinking, I'm not an alcoholic. So fuck you. Uh, yeah. If, if you ditch the mindset, you're not yeah. in the mindset anymore. And that's the thing that you, it's all meant to anchor you in that. Woe is me fucking mentality, right. you know? Well, and, and, and to go back to what, what you're saying about is. NPCs, uh, my first thought is, you know, there is the other flip side to that. It's that uh, that's where they want to be because they decided to get out of their stride and make really shitty decisions and they know exactly where they're at. And in that case, it's like, well, you're not an NPC. You're just choosing shitty stuff. So, yeah, I, I, I do agree with Jen that everybody, you know, you don't know what's going on in their life. It could be tragic. It could just be timing. It, but it also could be shitty decisions. And uh, for a lot of people, they're doing their best to get it all done, but they've been permeated with lies their whole life. Like, you know, you're talking about Tartaria and being scared. Like when we talked to, uh, what is it, Beer, Whiskey and Conspiracies, and they brought up that very first uh, 
uh, documentary. Oh, yeah. The documentary. And he made the jokes about 45 minutes in, picking his soul up off the ground. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, dude. What on, earth, what on Flat Earth happened? Or is that the one? Uh, it's yeah, the what on Earth happened? Flat Earth. Yeah. Flat yeah. Earth. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. That. Like, you get, <laughs> you get through the first 30 minutes of the 1860s, and the next thing you know is you're like, oh, fuck. Even if I turn it off now because it's late, it's not like I'm going to fucking sleep tonight. And then you, you know, then the then the internal ball starts rolling. We're like, okay, hold on a second. Let's entertain, because you know you're not willing to admit that maybe it's true, but you are willing to admit that you'll entertain it. So then you entertain it for a little bit, and you're like, oh fuck, I don't know shit. And then as yeah. soon as you hit that <laughs> point, that is the turning point. As soon as you go, I don't know anything. That's when all of a sudden, all the floodgates from everything that you've heard, everything that you're gonna hear, you start piecing things together, and you go. I don't know if I'm right or wrong. All I know is what I've been told isn't right. And there's so many people out there that are confident, like they would die on that hill that everything that they're being told is right. And, uh, you know, it's not their no, fault. That's the problem with the, the trust the science thing is they, they learn this in school. They, you know, they, I mean, granted, a lot of these people have a lot more hours in the lab than I will ever have, but it's still, it's so they get, <clears throat> The old saying, I've said it before, but you got to reject people who claim they've found the truth or claim they know basically everything because that's bullshit. We know that. So you can't just have somebody be like, no, I know this is the way it is without having an option to change the way they're thinking. No matter how convinced they right. are of what they, they're thinking, you have to leave that option open to change the way you're thinking based on new yeah. information. And if the last two years was any uh, sign of that, fucking psychosis it's that people are like no i'm not going to change the way i'm thinking we are in a deadly pandemic the only way out is to get a shot and that's it not to bring it to COVID. we will line up like <laughs> it, you know, it, it, it all ties together dude yeah, yeah COVID was COVID, one of the huge factors for me for <laughs> like, sure and i hate I, I used to be like oh i hate talking about covid but that was because i heard other people say oh i'm so sick of covid like okay fine i don't care anymore Look at what they're doing with COVID in the media right now. They contradict themselves yeah. every single day. Yeah. Every day they say, okay, the new Omicron variant is going to give everybody herd immunity, but we all still need to get all of the vaccines and get boosted. Yeah, they, they tell Why? you what's going on and then they reiterate their bullshit yeah. and people it's so going. weird. And people are like, yes, yes. No, like, they're hold on, take a second. You know? yeah. Like the, these, look at all the pharmaceuticals. This is the biggest problem with with NPC Agreed. mentality. All right, is this this Florid Floridinian compounds, right? They're they're fluoride freaking molecules all souped up like like fluoxetine, Prozac. That's one I took for mm -hmm. a lot of years. It's fluoride. It's all fluoride. Okay. Wait, there's all fluoride and fluoxetine. It's, fluoxetine is a branch molecule of it's based on fluoride. It's a oh. toxin. It's just like all this other stuff. Oh, They're yeah. just feeding us poison bad. so they don't have to pay to get rid of it and they can make money selling it to us. It's crazy, dude. Like this, and they it's put it all in the water. They fucking up the dosage in certain spots. It, like I've, I've, I actually watched on Google the other day. Now, granted, I don't know, you know, whenever you look up anything online, it doesn't matter what your source is. It's like, yeah, I don't know if it's trustable or not. But basically yeah. it was this map of places that had issues so instead of going red or blue with it uh chicago in the way baltimore of, right it was the idea of 
how much fluoride is in the water on, on these different sections of the United States, dude, all the heavily populated areas all have so much fluoride in their water. And all of the open states, Montana, things that are sparse or private land or wells, no, you know, no fluoride. And then I'm like, you know, if you look at these maps, most of the places that have a lot of fluoride are also the dingbats that are actually believing what comes out of CNN and the CDC and who and all the rest of it. And I don't know how much of a tie that has to psychosis. I know that it can really dumb you the fuck down. Yeah, um, that's, but that's, I, that's it. It just dulls everything about about what makes a person freaking special, to be honest with you. I mean, yeah. look at Prozac, right? Uh, that's that's an antidepressant right but it's an anti-feeling medication period you don't feel yeah. shit yes. you don't feel anything you don't it so, like digs a hole out in your brain too so yeah. that when you get off it there's still a whole yeah you, you get the fucking, fucking shakes brain. you get sick yeah you get physically you ill because and you've get been weird, taking this like, poison yeah that's or because weird emotions are starting to come back like, in it's like how how, yeah. how do i how do i deal with that i I, I think I told you guys when I was in Florida and I was taking way more Kratom than I should have taken. I finally just quit cold Turkey and was like, Nope, I need to reset it. And I've been taking it for almost eight years now and I've never had any issues with it. But when I was in Florida, all of the depression hit. And so I was trying to even it out without going to pharmaceuticals. So I was taking way more Kratom than I should have taken. When I got off of that for about two weeks, my joints hurt. I had that restless leg syndrome. I couldn't sleep. And yeah, I would be almost on the verge of tears or anger um, over dumb shit. I'd be watching a fucking kids movie. And one of the kids in the movie would say something affectionate to the parent. And I'd be like, oh, my God. And then like two seconds later, the movie <laughs> would make me mad. Uh, yeah, because like, I mean, that's the same it, thing with it, it numbs you too. Yeah, it, it's Prozac's a little bit more pointed as far as you know the speaking of the direction yeah but yeah i've got mine too right here too <laughs> i'm not gonna lie so good for you i'm no, not gonna lie, so dude. much better i this, wish this oh, stuff way better. is is amazing dude it's it helps you quit uh, right, drinking dude, look it, i don't i it don't helps feel everything. like taking vicodin i don't feel like drinking right. i don't feel like doing any of this but i'm i broke my spine in three places so i need oh, something to help a little Yep. And I've yeah. managed to stop taking things like gabapentin, which is another poison. Have you tried Ben Gay? I've got some killer Chinese stuff, dude. That <laughs> it's like super mint oil, dude. This Ooh. stuff, like, you got to wash ball. your hands two ball. or three times. No, it's beyond. <laughs> I'll have to show you. It's a little clear glass bottle. It looks like potion. It's pretty cool. <laughs> but... Have you tried drinking it? The label? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, man. I gave up drinking peppermint schnapps, bro. Oh. <laughs> How did you get yourself off Rumpleman. of Prozac? Um, that was harder. That was more once I started meditating and started challenge. kind of. Yeah, it, that's all it was for me. It, it was just I had to convince myself that I could, <clears throat> and um. Yeah. That took a lot of doing. And and the cool thing is, is like a lot about like starting this podcast that I'm doing right. and reaching out to people that had such a big role. Like I couldn't even consider stopping Prozac until I had these other support systems in place, you know, to facilitate my, my well-being. But it just it was taking away from my ability to process like the links between certain factors in life or you know stories that'll come up how does this what are they trying to drive at with this story or headline right and some of my favorite ones are like the weather headlines on one weather the thing that comes on your phone you know <laughs> like today it's talking about pink snow like 
it may look really pretty, <laughs> but <laughs> it's dangerous for the earth. And it's something about this algae, right? But all I could think was that movie Dreamcatcher, the Stephen King movie, where this red moss invades the freaking the place. And like, yeah, you, you end up eating it or something and it creates little alien babies that come out and they're they're serpentine. Oh, and yeah, it's so it's some wild stuff. And I'm like, wow, that's interesting. We got red snow now, just like in this movie Dreamcatcher. <laughs> like, okay, Stephen King is so dead on on his his uh, oh, idea yeah. of what reality is is so much yeah. closer than they'd have us believe. <laughs> and well, it's and weird. <laughs> you know what's really shitty about that? Talking about people's false sense of reality, or at least the uh, propagated sense of reality that we all kind of share, even if we are you know going against it now. It's like. <clears throat> There have been so many people that have kind of thrown it out there and they were able to get it in and millions of people have seen it or they've experienced it. I feel like we and I, I kind of I feel like I kind of share this with Jen because Jen's a, a, always been a hopeful person and always is like, no, there is things that we can do. And uh, I feel like we're like at this precipice of going either direction and we're so close to like breaking through and blowing the whole operation wide open to where all the truth comes out. And once it snowballs, it's going to go and all of it. And then it's going to be like, you know, we've talked about a big reset or something of that nature. Um, I know it's not the exact terminology that people use when they talk about a great reset, but I do feel like we're really close. It's either going to be that, or it's going to be everything. That's the truth is erased forever. We will never get our hands on it. And America will be one giant North Korea. And that's it. Or the world will be. I 100% agree with you, Ben. It's either going to be like all or nothing. We're all going to be in camps yeah. or it's all going to be amazing. Yeah, but something's yeah. happening. Like It might not even be seen in our lifetime either. Not to it be might... black or white or anything. No, but... I, <laughs> com- I don't think it's going to be like that right now or tomorrow. I don't think it will happen right. in a black or white way. I don't think it will be quick. No, it'll be the slow It will be very slow. So yeah. it'll be gray for a while. From white turning to black or black turning to white, however you want to look at it, but it will turn from one to the other, in our opinion. I guess it's all your perspective. You're muted, buddy. You're muted. Oh, Brandy. There we go. <laughs> I see what happened. Hey. My, my microphone <laughs> for a second and then it freaking muted me which is cool. I'm glad. So that didn't feedback or anything, but um, yeah, it's totally perspective, Jen. Like, and I kind of fall back to the double slit experiment. I, I, I don't know if Ben, you're familiar I've seen with that. that. Yeah. The balls. So, I don't know what that yes. is. What is that? Everything is contingent on the observer. A wave of yep. light is a wave oh. until it's observed and then it becomes a particle. Okay. So that yeah. means it exists everywhere. Like Schrodinger's cat, like the quantum it. theory. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. everything's perspective. This is why I believe that there's an argument for flat earth simply because the perspective of anybody viewing it, it's a plane. It's flat because you see yeah. things in three dimensions. So you're not going to see, you know, the temporal warping, which is probably why they try to call it a sphere because time curves around in the spherical kind of toroidal nature. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. You see what happens when you give someone like me time and, and focus, <laughs> you know, they dig into some really <laughs> good. crazy wormholes. That's good. It's awesome. It's stellar. No, it's and fine. so like a lot of, good. a lot of what I enjoy doing is just putting these pieces together. So yeah, like you're saying yeah. about perspective, um, and going back to depending on how people want to see this future coming on very quickly, you know, it could be scary, right? 
And they're going to be those like groups of people that are like, kind of, I hope they end up being outliers, the scared ones, the sheeple, but there will be the, uh, uh, I don't know, breakaway civilization that might transcend into the fifth dimension. I, there's a lot of talk like that going around right now, which is pretty wild. <laughs> you know, that yes, we are on the cusp of breaking through something, but how it all works is like just muddied right. by our language. But there's well, something going on. Well, and how is on. that perspective going to work when it comes out, if it does? Like, that's how, the other thing. The, the to perspective it too, is, that, like, is released too, like by the media, like by the shows that we watch, exactly. by the things that we see, and by what we yeah. read. The ideas that we have are formed by what we see. Yeah, they're, and we're they're not just going to form these on our own. They're called egregore, they're concepts, mm. they're thought forms. And this is like something I was talking hopeless. to Davey about. <laughs> <laughs> and and it could be anything from a religion to just a point of view um if you convince enough people to think a certain way that becomes reality so if yeah. enough people become convinced that this is stephen king land and there are you know what i mean thin spots where the worlds bend together then that'll happen yeah. uh, like once like it in becomes the dark tower series yeah no i think the dark tower has already happened i think the crimson king is uh is the representation of like communism, which is the representation of pretty much evil. So you, know? you think it's just all gonna happen forever, like in the end? Not spoiler alert, everybody. I I I, I think that time is cyclical. You know, um, what the cycle looks like. I don't think we as humans, only living for what we know is like seventy or eighty years, can really break it down. Unless you dig into that Vatican knowledge that they've got and they've been hoarding <laughs> under there then you might be able to get a better idea of what things actually look like. I'm but. starting to think that even, the, you know, I talk about the Vatican library all the time too. I'm like, I would love to just spend a week there and just walk around and read some crazy shit. But I don't know if they know as much as we give them credit for. You know what I mean? They might have a lot of shit. I don't know. But maybe they don't have as much as we think they do. Uh, yeah, I think that they don't have as much as we think they do. I, I think a lot of it... Uh, this last civilization, I, I'm wondering more and more if they didn't pull the plug on themselves to eliminate a lot of knowledge. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And, and a lot a of lot technology of took, and everything. I think a lot of them volunteered for that. I think a lot of what we've seen in the last year, um, almost like a, uh, uh, what, what's it called? Notice. I can't think of the word. But anyway, um, a disclosure almost is where a lot of the people that we've seen in the last century, two centuries, purposely I, I think that this whole plan that we've seen and is now coming to light and it's one of those like you can hear the freight train but you also it'll also play tricks that you're hearing something else and once that freight train is finally there to see it it's not going to stop you can't stop it at that point it's coming and i think that that's what we're seeing today with every, whether it be the flat earth, whether it be the lost history, all of that stuff. I think this has been like we've talked about 1890. I think this has been coming for a long time and I think it's been this slow ball. And honestly, I think a lot of people volunteered to get taken out so that they couldn't speak and they couldn't unravel it. Should something change? I think they kept, uh, they kept everything real tight knit on purpose. Uh, but I do agree that I don't, think that they know as much as we think they do i think that most of it's fabricated well i going back to what he was talking about earlier with the like I, I, we we've talked before about like a splitting of reality where there whether it's a dimensional thing or not there is a splitting of reality going on here where there's somebody that's right next to you at the store that's living in a fucking totally different world than you are in their mm -hmm. brain 
So what does that tell you about, you know, reality? They're in, they're in their own reality and they see things a certain way. And I'm over here in the same apparent reality, seeing things a totally different way. Joe, not scared. Goes into not rendering about it. <laughs> yeah, it, it plays into sim theory and everything else. But it plays into like we're all rendering basic it. conversations, though. In in the real world, if you just have a conversation with like a cashier at a grocery store or any random person you encounter, they're in a different reality as well. It doesn't matter how you feel right. about COVID or how you feel about anything. Right. You're still in a different reality because they're living in theirs, you're living in theirs, or you're living in yours. So we all have to remember that as well. It doesn't mean that they're right or wrong or you're right or wrong. We're just all living in our own brains trying to navigate through this crazy world. Yeah, no, no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. It's uh, interesting to think, right, like that when we reach out to each other, like we're all talking right now, that maybe we're not just uh, talking to mirrors of ourselves that are that are simply characters in this play of life that are meant to allow us to reflect and find meaning in, in existence. Um, and like, it gets pretty wild when you start looking at like the spirituality side, what really spirituality is not religion, uh, you know, yes. organized religion is just fragmented truth. That's all it is. They're, they've destroyed it and shattered it all around the world, sprinkled little bits mm -hmm. everywhere and told people that they're basically not allowed to get along and share information with each other. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they've somehow convinced yeah. this, this They'll entire fact check race your ass being... in two seconds. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to get snopsed. <laughs> no, I've said that before where the religion and a lot of other things seem to me where they scattered this jigsaw puzzle around the, the globe or the flat plane, not to offend people who love the flat earth, but <laughs> they scattered all these pieces across all over the place. That's a good way. To say it. All over the place. <laughs> And, uh, but they, but there's no picture to try to put that puzzle back together. So you got to go digging around different areas and try to like piece this here and this works here. And then, well, this kind of looks like a, a thumb or this, you know, this looks like this, but you don't know what the final picture is. So it's hard to figure out what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's like that God that shattered himself made a really cool puzzle for himself also on top of shattering himself. The Orion? No. He was missing but... his penis. <laughs> no. The theory that the God that was so bored and lonely in the universe, just alone, shattered himself to have experiences with others and so shattered themselves into like a, a I don't know, bajillion. I'll use the term a bajillion. I think yeah, that's real. I, I think that's as close <laughs> as we're going to get to like the way it really is. Like if you want a very, you know, simplistic human way of relating to, you know, your how you are a piece of the divine. That's probably about as close as it gets. Yeah. Cause I, I had the same conversation with my son before I'd ever even like heard that theory being a thing. I was like, wow. you know, Hey, I said, Hey, if you were God and you were all by yourself and had all this power and all this just awesome energy, what would you do? You know? And what did he and say? First, first thing was, well, I'd probably be bored. So I'd, make some friends i said well what if that means destroying yourself because then i'd do it <laughs> i'm like well there you go you know what i mean it makes awesome. if, it, if it rings true to you and to children especially like something rings true to a kid maybe give it a, a second listen and see what's going on there you know like um the reasons that like disney or anime and stuff rings through true to kids is because there are pieces of truth in there like there's um this anime called one piece and say somehow they travel to this missing hundred year dimension. Right. And 
and it's like a time loop that's between 18 and 1900 oddly enough and so there's all these factors in every single little thing also broken into a billion pieces and spread around so that all of us as pieces of god can find these smaller pieces of god as an idea and put it together so that we can all become one you know greater entity who knows right like it's cold at least hope and think that that's the case not that we're spinning on a space ball you know and the big bang's <laughs> gonna lead to you know just a massive dead universe and i mean look at the guy who used to tell us that he was paralyzed in a wheelchair for christ's sake like you know he, how is he gonna have really like heavy perspective on what the fuck's really going on in life from that wheelchair dude, in a they, math book, dude. I get it. They could have like, made his voice box say whatever they wanted oh. to. Like, <laughs> yeah, no he's going to say that. And he's saying it out. And he's like, oh, my God, these are not the words I'm trying to say. He's like, but he's I like, have to this poop. Exactly... And he's like, black holes are the end of the atmosphere. <laughs> I was just thinking this the other day that um, so in our brains, we think that. So how math works, we know two plus two equals four or whatever. And we have all of these equations and all these calculations to have us achieve that goal. But if you took all of those equations and put them into your own equation and programmed it differently, you could make them all equal different values in two seconds. Two so, plus two is five. So if something else were to take our perception of the moon or how we view grass or this color of the sky, they could change all of those values very easily yeah, by just programming just... it a different way. And we would see it the same way, but see it a different way because of the way they programmed it. Right. The um, underlying language would be different, but you would have the mm -hmm. same result. And and I think that and that's never know. a lot of what like language and numerology is, is just ciphers. It's all codes within codes so that basically anybody looking for any piece of information can have that. If And I mean, this this goes for the same thing, like when you look at the battles that go on between, you know, right or left, the right can always find the information that it needs to prove its point, just as the left can. It doesn't matter yeah. what. I mean, it can be the moon landing. It can be your mom's a dude. It could be anything. Like, you're going to find 50-50 information out there on both sides. You just sides. have to put like, in the correct search terms, and you can find whatever the fuck you want to find. And you have to say the right <laughs> things go. around your phone enough times, and it will pull it right up for you. Because we, <laughs> we have some interesting searches. So that's, yeah, so that's the simulation side of it. But then, like, the crazy thing is, is I forgot exactly where I was going with that. But anyway, <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that simulation it doesn't even oh, have to with the be mathematics and ciphers and all of this. This is all coding, like you're saying, Jen. Like they want to teach kids just how to code, and kids are stoked about this stuff, just to code in the 2D world. When really all we're doing is, as you know, being in existence is we are live code in a 3D world. You know, yes, we have to physically touch something in order to move it, but that's only because we've been told that that's the case. There's kids out there that are psychic. I mean, there there were studies going on right before this COVID thing happened about kids like wearing blindfolds and being able to play sports and do all kinds of shit using their mind's eye, <laughs> you know, and there was a bunch of this stuff coming out and it was like everywhere. And then, boom, COVID hits. You don't see any of it anymore. So I wonder about that sometimes. And there was well, right a story... after COVID that there's like the, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go no, ahead. no. There, there's a story. Uh, no, no worries. But there's a story that perhaps these COVID shots are really because the uh, Omicron variant was unle unleashing or awakening superpowers in children. So they had to put a stop to it. And that's why the emergency vaccinations, because ah. these kids were becoming psychic. 
they were breaking through whatever their genetic barrier that was put in by the people that created us, the Anunnaki, right? You know, we're supposed to be a yeah. slave race. So, you know, mm-hmm. after so many thousands of years, we're just, we're ahead of the curve. And so they're like, no, nope, we got to stop that. And they did it a hundred years ago with the Spanish flu vaccines and everything. They, they're just doing the same thing over and over again. But what are they trying to stop? You know, they haven't been successful at like eliminating massive amounts of people, except all the time. Transcendent. <laughs> Well, I think they're trying to stop. They don't want to stop our existence because they want our energy. There's something about that. They need our. Yeah, they want to. They want to stop our transcendence. We're like their car battery or whatever. From call back to Rick and Morty. Like we're like they're they're, we're powering their fucking car, and they need us a little bit. But they also don't want us to know what we are. They need our bad vibes. That's all there is to it. That's how they exist. Like they they are like the epitome of fear and darkness. Like, but you know this is kind of like a weird place when you're looking at darkness. Cause you know, a lot of people, they want to side with one side or the other or point fingers like this person's dark arts or this person's light arts. Like it's all the same thing. You know what I mean? What people use it for is kind of a non-issue. Yes. It's the biggest issue of our time, but um, I mean, I guess that's each individual's experiences choice. And that gets kind of indifferent talking about things like that, you know, gives kind of an alien point of view, like, oh, well, you know, evil is a necessary thing. Yes, it is. But the shit that these people are doing to achieve evil is a little bit much, you know. I don't think evil is ever a necessary thing. You can know what it is and never have to experience it. Well, maybe not necessary in our lives, per se, but like necessary in the fact that without evil, there's no concept of good you know no, without it without the, the polarity, polarity yeah. yeah yeah without the polarity that you know that's what makes this realm work is is polarity and things so you know that, you can't that's the problem really... i had with uh buddhism is that they kind of deny duality and i'm like you can the, buddhism from what i understand is like there is no good or evil there's just what happens to be right for you in that time and that's fine but that's that's not taking into account light and darkness that was my first like red pill when i was a teenager was like light and dark you need both of them without without dark uh you wouldn't be able to see anything because there would be nothing to define the light so without light yeah, there'd be no I mean, contrast also not yeah there's yeah. no con there's no they they're symbiotic you need both of them so that you can fucking see stuff i think you need them both to define them i don't you could always have light and that would be fine and you'd never have to have dark, but to have both, you could define each one. If you always had light, what would you call it? Because you'd have to have something else that contrasts. Yeah, if it was all dark or all, all light, you wouldn't be able to, you'd be blind either way. You have I was to have just about to say be you'd be blind. Um, <laughs> I, just, yeah. I think it can always be good. I do. I don't I don't think there's a reason to be fucking evil. I don't think we need to have evil in the world. There's a a shitty story. I remember all of my English classes from when I was younger. I had to read old literature uh, (laughs) bullshit, like pilgrim shit from Massachusetts. And there was a story about this little boy that was like always kept in a closet or kid. It was a kid kept in a closet and like beaten and just starved and whatever. But as long as that kid was kept in the closet, beaten and starved, everyone else in the town lived. And that was totally fine. And everyone in the town accepted it. And I feel like that's what we're doing. Like, we're just letting... As long as something evil can happen, it's totally fine. As long as... We're not doing that, I guess. But as long as this evil shit happens, we can all live good lives. Well, 
yeah so we don't have a perception of what it would be like to live without evil either so we can't really speculate on what what it would feel like to live without that necessary evil you know so we're putting into terms we can talk about but to to think of a world where there was no evil that's like the uh the matrix idea where he's like i guess we created the first matrix it was perfect it was beautiful but you humans didn't like it because there wasn't enough fucking conflict like you hated it right so like, that's my problem and, and rebelled it, against the like system the, right it doesn't <laughs> yeah. need to be and they're like, like okay that. we'll make it a little fucked up you sadist and then they liked it and then everybody went about their way and right, we so just followed the trend don't yeah. need to be like that we could just all be nice and not be a fucking but they shit. want to know. though that's the the, the message that's what i was they, just they about to then go get vaccinated People and crave this I, I yeah i wish they would all just blip out of our reality <laughs> you know so we don't have to try to blip out of theirs because <laughs> that's, right. that's the, the thing we're all going to meditate ourselves into nirvana and leave these assholes behind right <laughs> <laughs> i mean uh, they, they have hope. a version of it they have a version of it in almost every religion the one that we were raised on it said by the laws the knowledge of sin you don't know that it's wrong to do until you're told not to do it. So it's like, think about how, think about how many laws we've have We have millions of dollars pay for every year in this fucking country, especially in California where you go to another state. And I explained this to my parents is, you know, a lot of people from California are migrating. They're going to freer States. And a lot of those freer States are like, please, we don't want you. And uh, my my mom's opinion was that she's like, I don't know why they wouldn't want us. We want to live like them. I said, you have to understand something, mom. You're going, let's say you go from California to Wyoming and they have significantly less laws. It's not the main ones that they're talking about. If you come over there and you're like, yeah, I'm, uh, you know, uh, a two way advocate. I want to be able to open carry. I want no kind of registry. Wyoming's like, well, duh. But what they don't understand is that Californians have been conditioned to laws that they don't even know exist, whether it be a driving law or um, something that you're not allowed to do publicly, anything like that. And then because we don't even think about those things, we go to Wyoming, we're like, oh, that person's doing that. They shouldn't do that. And, and the people in Wyoming are like, we didn't even know that was a fucking law where you're from. That's the kind of shit that we don't want here. <laughs> So every time they make a like law in Iowa, <laughs> yeah, every time they make a law, you have now gained the knowledge of what you are not supposed to do before that. You didn't know you weren't supposed to do it because nobody told you you weren't supposed to fucking do it. This that kind of system that has been set up is everywhere and everybody, everybody likes doing what they're not supposed to do. As soon as you hit 18, a lot of people quit smoking cigarettes because it's not fun anymore. You're like, yeah, I did that shit when I was 14. I don't care. It was fun no, to go like down we, to the one. Go ahead. It's like when weed became legal here, it was like <laughs> somehow less gangster. Like all these yeah. uh, rappers that talk about smoking blunts and fucking blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, it's legal now, bro. How gangster are you? You're doing legal activities. Okay. Whoa, what is that hum? Yeah. Well, it's, it's just working downstairs. Go figure. <laughs> I think you need to unplug oh. and plug your mic back in. Oh, You're no, there's some, there's there's a dude downstairs. Uh, oh, he's doing some finishing work. I was going to message him to stop and then he stopped right before uh, I got on. Okay. And now he doesn't he know again. we're talking about super important <laughs> shit up here. Dude, it really hey, doesn't man. affect <laughs> anything. It was just confusing because we have audio. Right. Issues. <laughs> oh, yeah, we always have. 
We always no have audio issues. It's no big deal. Everybody's know, used to it. We're just a bunch of retards here. No, we're not. <laughs> yeah, I almost went down the the mental pathway of like getting upset and grabbing my phone and writing a message and blah blah blah. But I was like, oh, you know what, dude? I'm like, nah. <laughs> I'll just talk, oh, and, like, I'll talk <laughs> and I'll push this button right here. No, and yeah. nobody oh, there hears you go. anything. You know. <laughs> Fair enough. You're pretty fucking good at that. Yeah. Uh, it's, I'm, I'm getting better than I was earlier today. Uh, you see me, I didn't unmute. So, and it's just as long as I watch out for that. <laughs> but yeah, dude, this, the system that's set up, it's, it's been set up because it's what the people want. They take a poll survey says, and then yeah. they give that to people and they do this over survey and over says. again, you know, week after week, month after month, year after year, and people are still tuning into the news and, and wearing masks and all this other stuff. So they're going to keep doing it. They're going to keep doing it until they're not making any money off of it or something anymore. Like, or they're just not having fun with it. Like yeah, we I don't talked know if... about that too before though, that the money thing seems to not seems to be the least of their worries. Yeah. I think money's money a than God. That's, that's a, that's like a layman thing to worry about or think about, you know, it's right. It's so more, then you're, it's you're more energetic. What, it, what is them. it? Yeah. Is it the, the copper top thing or are we just batteries and the money is just like a, a thing that their numbers in a, in a computer. It, I, I don't think money matters at fucking all. I think it has to do with the weird consciousness. And if you can influence consciousness, you can pull or dictate where that power goes to. Um, and a lot of it is is straight up magic and sorcery. That's that's the only way to put it. And at least more and more people are kind of aware that this is the case, that these black magicians are running things like not even covertly anymore from behind the scenes, you know, they're being right up front about every single thing they're doing. Uh, right now they're parading around, you know, Jelaine Maxwell and that whole situation and almost nothing is coming of it. There's a lot of people that were supposedly right. arrested in this and that. And it's like, you know, yeah. Uh, you know, trust the process Q and all this other shit, but, um, you know, it's, it's like they're putting a spotlight on this pedophilia in order to continue doing it. Absolutely. You know, that's yeah. the only yep. thing I can see right now is, is it. there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the new Matrix movie had freaking pedo symbols in the first like five minutes <laughs> and it had a Saturn oh, Saturn sim symbolism. So, I mean, you know, there's what? but they the first. Oh, the first Matrix movie. Is that what you said? The no, first the Matrix movie. The new oh, one. Oh, we just like watched little... it. We missed all that shit. We don't... yeah, I mm. just saw it right out of the gate. I was like, why do I have to know what all these symbols are? Like, <laughs> but like it's <laughs> it's everything food. It's always food oriented. That's you know, if you see <laughs> like a, an yeah. advertisement for a pizza shop or an ice cream parlor in a movie, oh. there's a reason it's there. It's it's and it's unfortunate, but you know, having been on movie sets and around those type of people before uh, when I was younger. I know that there's always something behind everything in every frame, in every single frame. There's nothing that goes Especially into a movie. Kubrick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you were around movie sets when you were younger? Yeah, um, I worked for an industrial supplier in Southern California and used to, okay. I've seen the Family Matters set, like up close and personal, you oh, know, yeah. that, like that weird tapestry in the middle, that red thing, <laughs> I got to go see that thing, that was cool. <laughs> so, cool. yeah, I, so I've walked around like on the back lots and, and I've seen, you know, a few different sets and seen how they do things there. There's everything is very, very specific. You know, when these, these people, these directors are filming something, they are so anal retentive about every little thing that nothing is going to get by. You know what I mean? They're very scrutinous. Uh, yeah. 
if that's the right term of that or no that seems <laughs> that, appropriate that especially for the mainstream <laughs> media or a mainstream show that's on at you know eight o'clock on a friday or whatever <laughs> well yeah and there's like a lot of a lot of impromptu stuff with those like those live type shows or or those maybe not the sitcoms like even it's always the verbiage that's very specific um you know in the scripting there's a reason that a certain series of words will be said instead of another one. Um, and it's kind of the same thing when you look at, at the Bible and you look at these, these writings from different generations of our ancestors, it's, they've broken apart the structure and interchanged words to where you can't find the meaning in it now. And, um, and now they're using their spelling, you know, they're, they're mm -hmm. casting these spells through entertainment and media and everything. And, and that's why everything's very specific. The way that they word these headlines and these news releases, it's all for effect and they gain that effect. And the only reason that they have power in that is because other people let them have power, you know? Um, right. And that's why we're batteries. So I don't know that we're a hundred percent, not yet. Anyway, I think they're trying to make us into legit batteries with all of this fucking heavy metals and shit everywhere. Like everywhere you're breathing it. You're that's going to be the new it. name of our podcast, by the way, we're going to be called the legit battery podcast. That makes sense, man. Like the more metal and stuff that you get in your body, the higher conductivity that you're going to have. And if that can be sapped, from you whether you want to consider it aether or life force or chi or any of the words that all generalize the same kind of idea it's like yeah i could see that we, yeah it's definitely gone. it's definitely they're 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 zapping our chi dude uh, collectively well, like if you go to places like um um i don't know sri lanka or like you know out there where you've got like this one dude that's like up on a mountain by himself not getting his cheese tapped by everybody here this is the guy that can levitate you know what i mean this yeah. is the guy that can put hands on somebody and heal you know this is the guy that never seems to age he's just been 80 or, his entire life forever you know <laughs> like <laughs> the guy the guy that was i can't remember uh i think it may have been thailand or indonesia i'm not sure but um he was known for healing by 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 just you know waving being able to wave his hands and his i'm giving of myself to these people by releasing the energy over broken limbs and these other um issues as far as cancer and things of that nature and uh they they asked him if they could do a documentary on him and he said well i don't want anything that i do publicized and they said no no, no we're going to do that and so they went around they followed him for like a day or two and asked him questions they got all this info and they blasted it onto you know the internet and as soon as that happened he was never heard from again they said that he basically packed his shit and went away and said you know i don't ever want to be found i want to be able to practice this in private this is not for my own fame this that and the other and i'm like yeah that's what happens when you're not getting it taken out of you whether it be because you're staring at facebook all day or you're reading the headlines all day, or you're talking to that knob that you work with that's all about getting that jab. It's like, yeah, if we all had that, if we were just raw humans the way that we were supposed to be made, um, I definitely think that we would actually be able to transfer that at will, or at least learn how to. Uh, yeah. not, not to cut in here, Ben, but your mic is like clipping a little bit and i don't know if it's your internet or if it's a connection with your mic or what 
might be your internet because you're freezing. Yeah, yeah it's, it's probably internet. well, no, actually, it's probably my computer because my computer oh. is getting old. And the longer that this goes, the hard I had to start my computer an hour before Planet Retard today, and it still didn't completely perform. I have it fucking defragmenting every night and it still doesn't perform. So and I'm at half of my I'm at half of my storage and it still isn't performing. So I don't know what the fuck is wrong with this thing. Uh, I need some Viagra. It's just, get, it's just getting worse. So going back, though, to what you're talking about, all of us being batteries, it think about this. I, I know I reference it a lot and I've been really stuck on this for like eight months is uh, that 1890 thing and the lost history of flat earth. I this is I don't understand why more people aren't delving into why. Um, but and uh, there's always a mainstream response to it but shortly after 1890 and if you put into connection those dots about the possibility that 1860 there was a tartarian mudslide or whatever and 30 years later the orphan trains have been distributed they are now adults they hit a world summit in 1890 they start uh deciding what the future of the world is going to be they start teaching uh spherical earth um or helio whatever um my thing is that I heliocentric. Thank you. Um, the idea is, is that at the turn of the century, so we told, um, there was only a billion people on the earth, period. In 120. So you're telling me that from a Christian standpoint, that the earth had been around for almost 7,000 years, 6,900 years ish, and there was only 1 billion people in all of that time. When you look back, they were obviously more sophisticated, more technologically advanced. So the argument that in the last 120, 130 years, the medical advancements is why you've seen such a growth in population, I call bullshit on. Because I think that they had way healthier and better resources to also combat that kind of issue way before then. So at the turn of a century, 120 years ago, there's the consensus for global population is a billion. And now we're at eight Eight billion in 120 years, but for all of time before that, it was a billion or under. To me, that goes. Yeah, I don't think that we have been told what. I don't think that what happened is what we're being told. I think that what we're being told is not anything that what actually happened. And I think that harvesting, uh, whether it be like Jen said, put into camps, uh, like what you said, getting more metal in our bodies, turning us into actual batteries. I think all of that is a possibility. Yeah, and definitely the the spiritual or, or kind of divine energy being sapped from everybody. I mean, you know, God's got less and less center stage. It's all about these fucking maniacs and their their you know music events and their freaking mm -hmm. Adron Collider events and all that stuff. I'm wondering what's gonna happen. What is it next month when they fire that thing up? Mm -hmm. Uh so that'll yeah. be interesting. We'll see if well, we all like Cronenberg or something. They're supposedly gonna fire up so the Large Hadron Collider is supposed to be fired up late February, maybe, maybe March. And then Wait, it's what is going this? to be the CERN the stuff. CERN, the Large Hadron they're, oh. they're breaking it out. I don't think it's ever been turned oh. off, dude. I think it's just been on. They've had that fucker on full bore for years well, now. It could be. No, so, so, but I right, found a crazy article. Just real quick. The last time it was turned on was 2018. And now they're going to turn it on now again yeah but as far as we know super, so they're going to turn COVID it on AIDS. super low and then they're going to turn it up through june of 2022 so 
what they're I read fighting against mid- something, man. And I, I, oh, yeah. um, it makes me oh, smile. Article just because was like they were. They're, they're fighting. They're fighting the good man with their evil freaking CERN ring, the one ring to rule them all. Mm-mm. You know, yeah. freaking mm-hmm. fire that sucker up, and yeah, I swear oh all of this stuff plays into each other. I swear, dude. <laughs> Everything, Absolutely. all of the fact, uh, fiction, all of the fantasies, they all play into what's really going on more than the shit we're told for sure. Hundred percent, sure. You know, Lord of the Rings is a better history than what we're fucking. Hell yes, hell (laughs) yes. That plays into your the black magicians doing everything. Like who who's at the top of Lord of the Rings? It's these Sauron, the eye, uh, the all seeing eye. Sauron and Gandalf. Sauron, Saruman is the is the wizard. Sauron was the the evil eye entity, right? Taking a human (laughs) form, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so <laughs> I we think just have it's to go exactly within ourselves and meditate. And just I, I think get, they all get right with ourselves. They went outside of the ice wall. They left. They they were here for a thousand years, and then just like in yep. Lord of the Rings, they say we have to leave these shores forever. <laughs> you know, that's what they tell uh, Aragorn, Aragorn, or whatever his fucking name is. Um, you know, what's his name's daughter yeah. tells <laughs> tells him, hey. But we're leaving. I'll give up my immortal life to stay here with you. And I think some of them gave up their immortal lives and stayed, if you want to call them elves or giants or people from before, or magicians Bigfoot. or wizards. Like, Something I think everything. There was a little of everything on this planet at one point, and they're just not here anymore. You know, well, we see Sasquatch. I think, the whole, I think the whole, you know, ice wall thing with the way that he was explained it in that five hour doc or five hour three hour either way um the way that he explained the very end of it where he was talking about uh the idea that what we see if you want to consider the antarctic ice wall actually going all the way around and it's a flat plane more of like a floating disc and then talking about it going through over a period of 2400 years into the zodiac signs of this ice wall basically crumbling and reforming as it goes around the plane is why you don't you hear tales of these other lands that we supposedly have never seen uh, why Earth. it's why it's policed so bad that you can't go to antarctic by all countries 44 countries since 1951 uh all of that stuff is unlike yeah see that that to me lines up that i i'm not saying i believe the earth is flat i but i could totally see that being the case i could see it being a geological formation that they something happened in the past that they don't want to repeat and so they set up shop somewhere else when they got the availability to wiped out anybody that was old and said this is what we're telling people so we don't repeat history yeah or that's so that we can we can like that's happening now. or the or so that we can just kind of delay yeah. the inevitable or something and and have right. there's something about them having dominion right now the when i say them i mean these these draco bloodlines this i mean vlad the impaler bloodline comes all the way up in through bush and the royal family so it's all the same you know genghis khan all of it it's all the same supposedly genghis khan was a redheaded giant but i think that that may also be a psyop just like everything's a psyop like realistically whatever whatever people believe yeah (laughs) you got to believe a little of all of it and take what you can and hold on to your little nugget and have your personal truth so that you can at least sleep at night you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we're yeah. all like not meant to have the fucking answer. <laughs> you know, that's the whole point of this existence. It's like, <laughs> and we got people telling us that no, this is the answer. You know, and uh, 
That's now part of the Bible, those. though. The Bible is like, no, you're never going to know the answer. You're a mind reader. I was just going to say, before we close out here, what do you think the Bible has to do with all of this stuff? Um, I don't know what I, your biblical knowledge is. I think that the reason is, they're but... trying to stomp out God, like God so much is because even though they've bastardized these texts so bad, there's still power there. There's still power there's in, something in there, the name. Yeah. Even though they've changed the name of Jesus Christ several times, there's still power there. And so they're like whittling it down, kind of like they've whittled people's souls down into these NPC type shell of people, which is fucking, you know, horrifying and sad. Um, they're, they've whittled these texts down to, you know, the bare minimum, but somehow there must be a part of universal law that everything has to be put up front. And for the longest time, the only way to mass produce something was to have the printing presses to print these Bibles. And they did that. So they indoctrinated everyone with these to try and use that name of God, of Jesus, of the source to their own benefit. You know what I mean? Um, there's definitely something very resonant with the Bible and a lot of scripture. Um, and, and, you know, they, they've just tried to take so much away from that. So it, it just speaks to the, the divine nature of this realm and of who we are as, as human of humanity and of people. And if, if we were nothing, why would they try so hard to fucking, you know, peg right. us in a corner with just fragments of information. There's something very divine and powerful in us. And I think that that has a lot to do with Jesus and with God. And, you know, whether, whether you're talking about, you know, Buddha is your savior, Jesus is your savior, you know, Yeshua, a lot of, a lot of people will lean on the fact that Jesus isn't his real name. It's Yeshua. So whatever you want to call your God, there's power in the feeling of it. You know, yeah, and, it and, and it's the, it's thing, the heart. Yeah. yeah, it's the intent. It's all intent because your consciousness is key. Well, and so. it comes back to benevolent, benevolent energy. If if we're all created in Jesus nature and likeness and we all share an energy that we can formulate and, and spread equally between each other, that that is the most potent and valuable thing that you could harvest out of out of the earth would be the very thing that we're supposed to share with everybody. Yeah. But God's gift for their own. That's God's gift. Intention, uh, you know, kindness, and attention. Yeah. Uh, and now it's, yeah, it's been stolen and now we pay attention. We don't, right. we don't give intention anymore. We've, we've had that taken away from us and, and we've willingly along the way, you know, allowed it to happen, it. but at least yeah. more, more people are kind of snapping out of their, their, whether it's like a drug fueled, a self-loathing fueled stupor, and and kind of coming to the realization that there's power to be had not just in these books but within yourself and yeah. um you know it's all the person reading the book depending on what they get from it right <laughs> so yeah i mean and how I, they interpret I, it yeah yeah, I think yeah everyone has to go within themselves though there's For i'm sure. not saying they they shouldn't um pay attention to others absolutely but no like, like the scriptures but are a huge part of being able to con maybe convince you at a certain point to look into yourself especially yeah. when jesus talks about you know the church of god being within being in the heart mm -hmm. oh the kingdom you know, of heaven so, is in you like yeah, that's right there's something about that being a part of everything else you do so well, you and that look was eliminated from the it. bible that was written out of the bible for a long time until these dead sea scrolls came around like what was that there, back well in there's the power 80s? in that as well i, I yeah. Obviously, they were trying. They were planning a narrative to just try to make you not right. look within yourself and just follow along with the sheeple and do whatever everyone else was doing. 
because they weren't within themselves either because they didn't have that knowledge. But if everyone can meditate for like, I don't know, fucking 30 minutes a day and then go about your life and interact with everyone, I think we'd have a way better world. Not trying to be like the positive fucking weirdo hippie. <laughs> well, but right. no, it's that, true. It's true. That goes back to, I, I forget the gentleman's name that we had on. I know he'd been on before and it was the first time I met him just this last Thursday. Um, the guy from Texas. Uh, who was it that we just had on Thursday? We talked to him. He was talking about how him and his wife, they have land and animals and livestock. And Brandon. Oh, Brandon Thomas. Brandon, Thomas. Yeah. Brandon. Sorry, I forgot your name, Brandon. Anyway, yeah, I loved what he said about that because that correlates directly to what we're talking about. Is he said, whenever you start having issues and it's an issue that you think you're having with that person, 90% of the time, if not 100% of the time, it's actually an issue with yourself. Yeah. That you're yeah, projecting. People are just mirrors. It's a mirror so, of yourself. You have, to, yeah. you have to work on this if you want that to work with you because you working on this helps them work on that. And when that is accomplished, those work together. Instead of warring and trying to change and point fingers at everybody else's lives and, and their their antics, you do it to yourself first. And then guess what? When you do that, doesn't fucking matter what anybody else does and that yeah, right there much. it's not nihilistic <laughs> it's immediately the idea that you know what it's not that it doesn't matter what they do it's that it doesn't change the better person that i'm trying to be and working on myself when you hit that you're fucking home free dude but he wasn't yeah. trying to he said that when he and his wife disagree they'll say hey babe are you there and they'll right. like call them out in a good way, like in a good hey, way. But that's what I mean. Yeah. Right now? And then they're like, oh, OK, you're right. I'm not. And then they'll check themselves and come back. That's, and that's, see, that's awesome. Really and fucking cool. Yeah, that's awesome. You have to hold each other in that kind of accountability, really. Exactly. Like, you know, and but you have to hold yourself to that first before you can Absolutely. hold anybody else Personal responsibility. Right. That's that internal thing that else. I'm talking about. Yeah, inside, I'm gonna be talking meditate, to Brandon like next out. week. I think I'm looking forward to that. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah awesome. dude. It, and it, that's really that's cool. more along the vibe that I've been feeling. Is is kind of along where he's at with his pod and and what he's putting out there into the world. That's awesome, and that's why I want to yeah. talk to him. I want to find out more about his journey to get to to that point. So, you know, him um, and Hatter, they're fucking incredible people. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, just like what, good, a, what a joy. <laughs> what a joy, man. And yeah, yeah it made me happy. Me looking in the mirror at, at myself yeah. first to say, hey. yeah, no, you know, get out of your own way and allow good other people to Good for you for doing that, though. Without, inside, without you know someone I mean? shoving you in, in your face and telling you to do that, oh, I you shoved, doing yeah, that on I, your I, own. But I shoved it in my own that is... myself. It was bad for years. Yeah. So <laughs> that's really but, cool. But yeah. Like ultimately, maybe not for you, but that's thank you. No, it's when you look in the mirror like this and go, God, you're a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been down that road. I've had my qualms with God and with Christ and everything. And and it comes back to that, you know, what you see in Christ or the Bible is kind of a reflection of you also. Um, which is why And if it's not, then it shame. should be. Yeah, exactly. And but you can't tell people that you no, can't no. tell anybody that. You, <laughs> you can't, can't really tell you No, you can't. You have to be confident enough. You have you totally can. You can be like, this is what I believe. And if you don't, I actually don't care, but I still love you. And then <laughs> that's the point that I was talking about, where if you're doing it and working on yourself, 
it doesn't fucking matter if they call you a crazy person or don't want to accept it. It's like, I don't care. I don't care. I'm doing, I'm, I'm, I'm making myself healthy. No, look at the the last year and a half of the weird shit we've talked about. Like if we gave a shit about what people think or my coworkers that listen to this podcast, shout out to you guys, you know who you are (laughs) (laughs) or, or my cousin, shout out to my cousin who listens to every fucking episode. Yeah, Uh, If we gave a shit what you thought in a respectful way, we probably wouldn't be doing this show anymore because we talk about weird fucking shit, but it's fine. <laughs> it's legit okay. for sure. Hell yeah. <laughs> if, if we gave a shit about any of the negative comments, then we probably wouldn't be doing it, but we don't right. get very many negative comments because we're not opinionated either way. We're super open. We're also not trying to for other a people's res- like- Yeah. We're not trying to convince anyone of anything except for being open-minded. And that's kind of hard to do without taking a side one way or the other. It's hard. It's super hard. You're just like, hey, do you feel this way or that way? Oh, well, you shouldn't. And that's our way. It's in the middle, straight up. I've said it a million times, and I'll never forget it. You may be the only Bible a person ever reads. Absolutely. All right, Joe. You ready to get plugged in and do this? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Random, random right Randy, on. random Prax. Yo, yeah, hey, thanks thread. for having me, guys. It's freaking amazing, dude. Keep we'll up again. The, the slaying work. Let the bat hang low. <laughs> yeah, ah. To the left, to the right, yeah. however it's hanging. Yeah, whichever way you feel like dressing that day, Jen. <laughs> oh, shit. Because <laughs> we know Joe, that she, I will have we know that she you. dresses you, Joe, you know, so whichever way she feels like dressing. Ooh, it depends on the occasion, but I think I've said it before. She has bigger balls than me, they're just on her chest. So. <laughs> right on, well, right on, Christ. guys. Um, yeah, I mean, anybody hit me up, uh, random fracks at on Instagram and um, Red Thread Podcast. Keep an eye out for a lot of these really cool talks with really cool people. It's just been a blast. It's a hell of a journey. So I appreciate you guys letting me uh, tag along for this piece of your journey. It's been wonderful. Hell yeah. Thanks for coming on, dude. Ben, yeah. thanks for coming on too. We appreciate yeah, ben, you being here. Yeah, Ben, it's good here. to see you. Thanks, buddy. Fuck <laughs> up. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, 
we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.